0: Welcome to Not A Star Wars Podcast. Oh, gotcha. Just kidding. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. How are you today? This is our Monday show, our new show, where we're going to get into um, more of a look into our... Take on the Mandalorian trailer, speculation, what do we think the show's going to be about, things we saw, things we were surprised we didn't see, the whole shebang about the Mando trailer as we are about eight days away from the show coming out. Eight days from Mando. That is absolutely insane. We're also going to talk oh. about the Game of Thrones guys taking off and other stuff like that. And join me as always. The base is open. Their keys fit in the lock. They opened it up, they turned the lights on, they turned the heat on. It is James and Lacey. Guys, how are you? Good to see you. Dude, I'm,
1: I'm glad that uh, my favorite indie band, Eight Days to Mando, got a shout out. Eight
0: Days to Mando.
1: <sighs> yeah. They're starting to get big, though, so they're.
0: I'm kind of over them. Like they sold too many records and they're not your special thing anymore?
1: Yeah. Like their mm. first record was good, but now that they're putting out a second...
2: Is that a real yeah. band?
1: Eight Days to Mando? Yeah. Yeah, they're on victory.
2: What?
0: He's making that up. <laughs> Lacey, do you have any bugs in your house right now?
2: No, I don't, but I know you're okay. probably wondering, who is this girl? She has a haircut. Who could it be? It's
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was you the person didn't people- people- <laughs> recognize me because of my short hair. Right. You know what you know would be really impressive
0: if our audio listeners... Knew that you got a haircut. Oh somehow? yeah, <laughs> they
1: don't. That's right. I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like something's something's not quite long. They're like Lacey, How am I supposed to know that by the inflection <laughs> in your voice? Are you mad, woman?
2: <laughs> Who is she?
0: <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> <It's> mad. Um, <me. laughs> have you set up your uh, D23 accounts? You guys ready to roll? Because I are not D23 Disney Plus. Because I haven't. No. I have my I have my code still, but I haven't set it up.
2: I'm really, I literally don't understand
0: how you guys have not done that.
2: (laughs) I just keep forgetting
0: pure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's one of those things Um, like millennial, uh, what is it? Like easy tasks that we just procrastinate, like answering emails, like just dumb stuff. This is one of those things.
0: Yeah. I was too busy getting a haircut. (laughs) Yeah. You got a haircut, big haircut. Um, so I wanted to bring up one thing before we hop into the resistance report. Um, because this happens a lot and it's how things like catch fire and whip around fandom. Mm. And usually usually it starts with like either a, a fan account that has a lot of followers because all they do is just post like memes and that kind of thing. Or it comes from like one blog and then like everyone thinks it's real. So they launch it out there and then other people pick it up and no one remembers where it came from. <laughs> right. Like ru- rumors about stuff. Like we'll talk about this more in the next segment and especially on Thursday, but like Benny often wise, like the day after the announcement came out, they were leaving. Like so many rumors just came out about how they left and stuff. And I don't want to get into the the specifics on it right now, but have you guys noticed just how rumors just explode and then people immediately just assume, well, that's what happened because I just saw someone tweet it.
2: I, I I just think the internet's a tough place to, to operate in because it's, it's crazy it's, it functions on clicks and retweets and um, I think people just tend to say whatever they can say just to I've noticed the trend that we've been calling it called it culture lately the, this trend that's happening over the past three to four months where people are saying oh I've been hearing things but mm-hmm. we'll see but they have yeah. no basis to what they're hearing And it could be whatever. And then it just, like, people run with it. Like, the trailer date from Boyega's manager or whatever. Like, (laughs) just weird stuff And I don't understand. Like, this goes back to, like, speculate responsibly. Like, Mm -hmm. share things on social media
1: responsibly. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. You know, this goes back to one of my favorite movies, Speed Racer, (laughs) where in the movie, uh, the villain character says, I'm going to hit your family with a lawsuit over stolen parts or something like that. And and Speed is like, everybody will know that won't be true or, or, some, or you know what I mean? We'll be able to fight that or whatever. And he goes, yeah, but that'll take months for you to disprove all that or whatever. The, the headline will be, it will be enough to ruin you and your family. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Yep that that type of stuff is so crazy i also saw something recently where they were talking about well n- everybody's going to read this the the main story no one's going to read the redactment like later when they like <laughs> solved it and they're like oh it th- turns out that wasn't actually a thing yeah like and i've seen so many stories of uh just like news stories and things over the years where like um like bath salts do you guys know that bath salts are have like nothing to do with everything you think that they are oh i believe it there's there's literally like it's just (laughs) all speculation people being like oh my god that guy did something crazy
0: must have been on bath salts and it like that just feeds it so i can well we're not suggesting people should go eating bath salts or anything no
1: no 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 but it but like It just (laughs) has nothing to do with anything that it's associated with at all. It's like a made-up thing.
0: It's like that meme. But
1: that's it happens.
0: Like the meme that went around that you love, James, of of the fake Sebastian Shaw next to Mark Hamill, which is really Sebastian Shaw as Mark Hamill, and people are like, that guy looks just like Mark Hamill he's
1: got to yeah, play cuz they took his facial features and put them on <laughs> Sebastian Stan
0: but people think that's Sebastian Stan it's not it's, it's not. not him right. it's a, a made up fictional morph of them so it's like people see that and then your eyes yeah. trick your mind and then you're like yeah. that must be true cuz i'm seeing it and then yeah. like then you have that that's a visual thing but then you have like someone quote tweeted a tweet of someone sharing a snippet from a Reddit post that came from a podcast talking about the game of Thrones guys. So think about that chain of command and think back to that game we used to play when you were kids called telephone where it's like, all right, so the word is I'm holding up the bank with a banana and then it gets around to like 14 people. And then it's like, I eat pancakes with a bandana and it's like, no, that wasn't the sentence. And it's like, People do that but they do it with information about important stuff. And then fans just like see it and, like oh well how many followers does that account have? 90,000? That that information must be real then. And then it just gets like thrown in these blogs and stuff and it's absolute insanity what happens and it turns out like none of it's ever true. But then you have fans as a culture like hardcore fans like galvanized to believe this thing. And then it needs to be combated. It's just like, it's a never-ending losing battle. And you just got to, all I have to say is like, watch where you get your information. Always ask questions and doubt most stuff you see, especially if it's on Reddit. That's all I'm going to say about that.
2: But how happy did Hayden Christensen look at Disneyland?
0: Can I say something? What? That's the guy from Shattered Glass, right?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Uh, he well did done. look actually. He did look really happy.
2: I just wanted to bring it back to a happy point.
0: No, I know, but I think it's also good to to point those types of things out for people. Yes. Yeah. Do you think he's um, going to be
2: in the Rise of Skywalker? Because that's the other thing people are running around with. Yeah.
0: Yes, but not because he like Gal- him going to Galaxy's Edge doesn't prove that to me. I just think he is going to be.
2: It's a good time to be a prequel fan, though.
0: It's a good yeah. time to be Hayden Christensen.
2: But
1: like there, there are other actors that could be going to galaxy's edge that were involved in the movies and stuff. Like um, what's her name? I can't think of it right now. Natalie Portman. Mm. Like. Again, she.
0: Alec Guinness was spotted there recently. (laughs)
1: Like she could be going there and celebrating and stuff too. But it's kind of like one of those things where I think Hayden's like playing ball. You yeah. know, smart. Because mm-hmm. he's like associated with Lucasfilm again, sort of, maybe. I don't know.
0: Well, also, he's Canadian, and they don't have very good theme parks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I went to the... <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not trying to joke, but they did have one good theme John, park in what's Toronto your source on this? Don't let people the,
1: run with this rumor.
0: No, I went to the Paramount Park once, though, in, in Toronto, and they had a Top Gun roller coaster. It was pretty awesome, so I can't say that. But anyway... Um, James, we have some stories to get into and, uh, the resistance report is where we do that. So why don't you take us on that journey right now? It's
1: the resistance. All right. Well, here's the journey guys. Mandalorian trailer. Boom. It's out. It dropped the other day. We all saw it. Lots of breezed footage. But some (laughs) new footage. Let's talk about it. Uh, (laughs) Lacey, we did a a reaction thing. You put that together. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very good. Loved it. Um, Thanks. Got a lot of clickety clicks, people watching us react. Uh, What did you think of the uh, trailer? What, What was popping out to you?
2: So I thought the trailer was fun. It's hard because we just came off of watching the rise of Skywalker where it's like an emotional roller coaster, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you go onto this one and it's just like fun to watch. Like you're like, Oh yay. Yeah. And I felt like my reactions weren't great because people were probably like, Oh, she doesn't care about this, but it's just because I was almost <laughs> crying and then screaming. And then um, anyway, it's going to so, destroy me. It's going to the main theme. Um,
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I thought that this trailer was really cool. Um, like you said, James, I think they showed a lot of stuff that we've already seen. So it was, was kind of disappointing. I was hoping to see a little bit more from stuff, but um, I loved seeing Kara and the Mandalorian do like their crazy high five, um, which makes me think that they're not romantic love interests because we said this months ago, we were asking like, will the force, will they, won't they? And I remember I initially was like, oh, they have to be because the footage that we saw was them rolling around. Uh Like, doing that kind of, like, romantic comedy, like, role. She ends up on top of him, whatever. Um,
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
2: Yeah. But I think, honestly, now that we see that clip of them, I think that's them laying the groundwork of, like, no, they're just buds. Like, they're just in this together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I could see it a scenario where they're both given the same job and they have to, like, get the same person, but then they, like, end up finding out that, like, the job isn't what they're going for. It's actually them. Kind Of, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say,
0: uh, <laughs> as I was
1: saying it, I was like, I was that's like, basically the lot of this movie. <laughs> the more she goes, I'm like, I think she's just describing the plot to Mr. I am, and Mrs. Smith. I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, that just like now with Angelina and like with Gina Carano, but mm, um, yeah. away from that, we saw a lot more creatures. I am so excited for all the creatures in this movie or not movie in the show, show because we say this a lot on the podcast like there is a creature alien kind of lacking for the sequel trilogy i feel anyway you see them in like cantina scenes and canto bite but other than that like we don't see a lot of them and in this trailer we saw a ton of different species and we saw that big like rhino thing do we have a name for that mm-hmm. yet or not
1: not yet um i don't think we have a name for the mm. rhino thing um. Although we do have a name of, I noticed when we were watching the the trailer, you said
2: dobacks It's blurgs. You said
1: do-backs. They're not dobacks Yeah, they're
2: blurgs, uh, Which I love yeah. that name.
1: Which has shown up in
0: some other canon as well. Like um, one of the creatures from the arena in Attack of the Clones, to me. Yeah, it did. Re- but Reek? I don't
2: or whatever. But I don't think that's what it is. But I get so what I'm you're saying. saying Look
0: like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a Um, less colorful version. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then the other thing that I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit more, but like there's flashbacks to, uh, prequel droids and stuff like that. And, um, those are probably flashbacks, but I don't want to say everything. So I'm going to let John go.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll set, I'll set up John for that. So that was, um, something that we had, uh, I think actually Star Wars explained is where I heard that, um, he was thinking about how old that technology must be, and he said that Molly pointed out that maybe that's just straight up a flashback. Maybe mm-hmm. that baby is someone in the show currently, and we're just seeing like what happened back in the time when there were battle droids. And like, I these, think it's him. Um, you think it's him? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a girl. I can't tell baby gender.
2: Who can, I think <laughs> who can
0: tell baby gender?
2: <laughs> I think it's him as like a shocking. Like, why am I such a jaded tough guy? This is why I saw my parents die.
0: Oh, Batman? That could
2: be. Yeah.
0: Actually, I'm just, I'm just pulling then? from
2: all pop culture, Mr. And Mrs. Mm-hmm. Smith, there, Batman. There, is the Mandalorian's with mom her? named
0: Martha, by any chance?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Martha and Zorro play into this. Yeah. <laughs> all right, John, uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on the trailer?
0: Well, first, I know there's at least two Predator references in the trailer, which is cool. You got the handshake, which is clearly the Carl Weathers, Arnold, who's got a bigger muscle handshake. um, Very 80s. And then you have Bill Burr, who has the two blasters and the shoulder blaster like the Predator does in Predator. So I thought that was cool. And Carl Weathers obviously was in Predator. So that's kind of interesting to me. It'd be funny if like Carl Weathers was like, you know, it'd be cool. We did this in that Predator movie. Let's get a blaster on his shoulder too. So then he's shooting and then he's got the thing on the shoulder. But anyway, Werner Herzog, dialogue misdirection because that line don't you agree, was paired with two different things in each trailer. So in the footage, like we saw earlier, he said, it's a complicated profession, don't you agree? And then in this trailer was, uh, you're the best at what you do, don't you agree? So where does that line really exist? And if does it even in the show? So watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ug the Ugnaught, played by Nick Nolte, who I'm calling Ug Uh, It looks like he is going to be working with uh, Martha's son, Mando, in freezing uh, his catches and helping him transport them. The easiest way to transport something that is hostile, freeze them up, load them in, ship them out. So I think he's going to be hiring the Ugnaughts. Ugnaughts are known for the carbonite freezing on um, Cloud City. So uh, he probably lassos them up, freezes them for Mando, and Mando ships them out, and they have a, a little, like deal with each other so i think that's i think that's definitely going on there and then as as far as the the droid stuff went over my head until people pointed it out and i was like oh yeah i saw that too uh but i don't know flashbacks could be a thing it helps fill backstories we've talked about that on the podcast it's an easy way now to to help develop a character in sort of a quick way um but
2: i totally forgot to mention that i that's all Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I totally forgot to mention that Bill Burr was in that trailer. And I feel like I've been talking about that for months and I didn't mention it The only reason why
0: you're watching this show is for Bill Burr. I know. And
2: as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I forgot to mention Bill Burr.
0: (laughs) He's in this show finally. He's playing Um, Lobot's son, actually.
2: The funniest thing about the reaction, by the way, James, I don't think I've told you this yet, is when I see Bill Burr, you go, Lacey's going to be really excited about Bill (laughs) Burr.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like really <laughs> passive about it. I actually said this. We did a um, we did a patron like you know higher tier chat, personal chat or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was telling them hot take a little bit. I don't think he looks very good. I I think that he kind of looks almost like he's about to laugh. Like he almost to me just barely like comes around the corner like a little like pew pew pewy, you know like oh look yeah. i'm being serious and i'm blasting blasters out of space I blasters I don't, I don't know that I, I got a little bit of that and i think yeah. maybe that might be in my head because of like i don't know his outside talk about the you know like oh i always make fun of the star wars fans and he thought it would be funny so then when he gets there he's like what am i supposed to do You know, like I will make it look cool, but like you can only save it so much. But I I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy. I've never seen him do stand up. I've I've only ever seen him do interviews about Mandalorian. Nothing else. So he's Mm. he's literally just like a new actor to me. So
2: the best is when you said, I don't like how he looks in the Mandalorian. And I was like, I don't like how you
0: look in the
1: Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was (laughs) like, I'm in the Mandalorian. I'm really happy now.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm bummed um, that he, I feel like he's not going to take his helmet off now because they teased that he, it looks like she's, that whoever that woman is, is taking off his helmet and that, I don't know if they would show that if he was going to, but um, who is that person? That's, that's the most mysterious part of the trailer to me. It's like Spider-Man. It would be cool. It would be
1: cool if that was the first episode and like she's getting ready to lift it off and he stops her and he's like, no, nobody sees my face. Kind or of nobody thing. takes and my helmet just, off but me. or Yeah, yeah or whatever. Yeah. It's
0: like just precedent. Um, yeah. We're going to joke about that on Thursday on Resistance Transmissions. Just spoiler alert.
1: Oh,
2: oh we are? Come set on. Set no spoilers.
1: Ugh. All right. Um, <laughs> what else, guys? What
0: else happened in this Mandalorian trailer? Or do we want to move on? um oh I want to point this out now I know on our past uh Thursday episode with Ash she talked about the music a little bit and how it's different from like John Williams um I don't think what we hear in the trailers for music is necessarily what's going to be uh the music for the show because we've seen that in in previous trailers for like solo and stuff like the music is just way off base from what here in the show so just because you hear something in the trailer doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be what the vibe is of the music in the show though as she put it it's not going to sound vintage Star Wars so that's something yeah. to keep an ear out for
1: I actually disagree with this John I while I would normally I think that because this is the same music in everything that we've seen thus far it makes me feel like yeah that's the that's the theme that's the show. That's the vibe. Oh, that's um, interesting. And then Ash, having seen the the footage as well, she comes out of it and she's like, "Yeah, I don't really see her here like mainstream Star Wars stuff. Probably because she heard a lot of this like Mandalorian themey, mm-hmm. dark ominous tones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be action packed, and um, I just hope that um, there's a lot of there's character development with him, and it's not just like wooden." Uh, so I think Favreau is going to bring that st- stuff out. The only la- my last take on this is I'm surprised at how not fan fanservice-y the trailer was because there's still a lot of people out there like you know my brother and other people who like are like is that is it Boba Fett or what's the deal mm-hmm. with this what's a mand- what's a Mandalorian literally I've been yep. asked that question. So th- I guess they're not worried about the wide net right now and maybe by word of mouth on this show's really good, you need to check it out, or people will just say, let me try this, they'll get into it in a vacuum and be like, I like this, and I don't need right. to know what Mandalore is necessarily. I'll I'll go on the journey with this show. I guess that's what they're banking on, because the trailer, to me, it, it doesn't explain much, and it doesn't widen the net to, to a general uh, confused Star Wars fan.
2: All my coworkers think the Mandalorian is Boba Fett. And I had to explain that it's not. And (laughs) then he was like, isn't Boba Fett like the worst character ever? I was like, accurate. However, this is not Boba Fett.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So wait, Boba Fett's a Mandalorian? No, but he had the armor. And they're like,
2: yeah, (sniffs) yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think it's going to be great. (laughs) And it's eight days to Mando, James. So yeah,
1: my favorite uh, indie band. Um, (laughs) No, I, uh, I, I honestly I think the trailer could have been better um I'm not exactly sure what what it needed to do to be better but I remember and I started this with like I feel like we saw a lot of same footage and I'm like you can't like we're I feel like we're getting more f- new footage out of rise of Skywalker trailers that are only it's only like two hours plus than Mm -hmm. we are out of a show that has eight hours plus of content. They're showing us less new footage in this eight hour series than they are from a movie. That's only two hours. And so I'm like there, you can't show us other stuff. You can't just show them walking (laughs) on like a different planet in a forest. That doesn't give anything away, you know, Mm -hmm. but yet you're still Mm -hmm. showing me the same shot of IG 11, you know, the same shot of him walking from a distance, in the desert. So I was yeah. kind of like, all right, a lot of same footage. All right, well, all right, we'll the see. Stormtrooper you
2: know? helmets, yeah. They always start with that.
1: Stormtrooper helmets again, yeah. So I was like, okay. Like, I think we all said that when that we're like, you could probably uh, <laughs> put everybody's trailer reaction across the board. I'm sure everybody was like, all right, same shot as we saw before, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, I'm sure everybody said the same or thing. Or did I put the right trailer on? yeah exactly oh is this trailer two two one yeah um all right well then that's it for the Mandalorian trailer guys um we're excited no no ifs ands or buts about that um but let's talk about uh the new series coming from David Benioff and DB Wise that's gonna be arriving 20 what sorry oh (laughs) nope Sorry, not happening. Uh there's a lot of stuff going around about this whole story. I, everybody's heard it now as of now, right? Such dick. um <laughs> shut up. But these guys these guys are out. We don't know. I think for certain that they left or they were mm-hmm. let go or anything like that. But the story is of now they parted ways amicably. They felt that they didn't, they couldn't do both at the same time when they recently signed a Netflix deal and and they didn't want to, you know, try to mm-hmm. juggle too many things at once. Um, John, you want to get started on this one uh, first? Like what are your just overall thoughts on this whole thing? Like we're going to talk more about it on Thursday. <clears throat> but.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I want to make sure we save Thursday for kind of like the deeper, mm-hmm. just put our hands in the clay and really try to hash out all the facts and, and that sort of thing. Uh, Where does
2: every, that come from? Put our hands in the clay.
0: Like you put molding mold together it. and, and oh, yeah, mar- mark man. it
2: with
0: a bean. Oh, ghost.
2: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: It's actually whoopy behind her. I just yeah. want to point that out. Right, it's Whoopi.
0: Um,
1: oh people gosh.
0: are like, get it together, guys.
2: I'm sorry, um, I've had a full nitro coffee, so I'm a little over the place. Go ahead, John.
0: Um, So, just like bare bones of this, and I'm sure by now it's, you know, a week later people are listening to this, so... um. <laughs> I mean, they left, and people are going to say, "Well, they got fired," and it's they people start thinking Lord Miller again. They start thinking Josh Trank. They start thinking Colin Trevorrow, and I think this situation is a bit different. I think it really was kind of a, "Oh, you have this other deal now with Netflix. We don't like that. Like you don't, you want to work in Star Wars. You're working in Star Wars, and then you can go do something else. We don't like you having your one hand over here." Uh, playing doing this and one hand over here doing that Um, that doesn't work for us so it's interesting to me is it like you know if you watch The Office remember when Jim is in uh, Stanford and his boss Josh like gets this new position and then he leverages it to get another position another company right it almost feels like Benioff and Wise were like all right We have something, because Game of Thrones was their jam. That was it. That's on their resume. Game of Thrones. That's it. Bang. Then they're like, all right, we got on Star Wars. Nice. And Netflix is like, oh, that's pretty good. You guys want to come over here and do this too? So they like had Star Wars and then Netflix called them. And then it's the looking at the the new girl with the girlfriend behind you meme. And you're like, ooh, Netflix. No toxicity there. (laughs) It's just like, then they're like, all right, we're going to go do that. So I think it was one of those things where Kathleen Kennedy's like, "Uh uh-uh. I don't like this and they're like 250 million we don't exactly need Star Wars anymore and then they kind (laughs) of fractured and split so I think it's a different situation from Trevorrow which was a complete creative disagreement Um, because I think Kathleen Kennedy liked what those guys pitched to her and that's why they brought him on board so I don't think it's a creative thing I think this was more of a business thing whereas Lord Miller again creative differences with Larry Kazin (laughs) you're gone so, um, while people like to lump all these things together, like Kathleen Kennedy can't keep telling around, they're all different situations and mm-hmm. the movie business works like this and this stuff happens a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just because this is star Wars. It's right in your face. Um, I'm sure this happens all the time at universal and all these other places and, and all down the line. And we've even seen it with these Batman projects that are finally going to be getting going after all these years of who's doing what. So, um, I mean, they're out, and I don't think there's a conspiracy behind it. Just looks like one of those things where business got in the way.
1: Lacey, did business get in the way?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. I honestly think it's a step higher than Kathleen. I don't think that everyone immediately says it's Kathleen. I don't think it's Kathleen. I think Bob Iger had something to do with this because he since they launched Disney Plus, as in like made the announcement for it. Um, he's been drawn lines in the sand. Like he left Apple, the board of directors of Apple. He's pulling every. To. Yeah. Uh, but I think he also wanted to. I think he. Um, mm, okay. He is pulling everything from or they're pulling everything from Netflix over the next year. So I think he's just drawing lines in the sand. And like John said, I think they probably viewed this as double dipping, like having one foot in one place and one foot in the other place. And at this point, that's like two competitors or not like it is two competitors. So why would you allow a big asset basically that you're banking on to then work for your competitor too? Like you don't know what they're saying in closed meetings. You don't know what they're telling other people. Um, I just think that's what it came down to. I think there are other things maybe that were at play. Like there was some interviews that came out that people said were a little iffy. And the timing of this announcement came right after that interview. So there is some type of like, hmm, maybe. But I think that this stuff was in the works months ago. And it just happened to be also the timing of right now. But there's a lot of questions, which we'll get into on Thursday, obviously, of like, what's next then?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And... Reasons beyond beyond business and and dealings that right are valid yeah right um
1: yeah I I uh I my opinion on this is gonna go real quick and I might be swayed you guys might be able to sway me one way or another but my initial thing after reading all the articles and everything sure. money money <laughs> money money. That's yeah. literally the only reason in my head that they left. <laughs> I seriously, one hundred percent, were like, it's it's just a job. It's like anybody that like moves into another position. They had a job. That job, they you know ended or whatever, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They they took they they were looking for everywhere. What like, who will pay us the most money? We're we're up for auction right now. Looked like it was going to be Disney. They were going to pay him the most money. So they're like, that's cool. We'll do that. Then somewhere in the process of, of that all finishing up and Game of Thrones ending and all this stuff, that was their next job. That's where they were going to go. Netflix came along and said, actually, I'll tell you what, we will pay you more money. And then they go, <laughs> we like that. Sorry, Disney. Looks like we're not going to be able to do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when given the option between less money and more money, bingo, bango, boombo. I don't even know if that's it. We are going over to Netflix. <laughs> End of story. That's it. And when we'll figure out the, the politics behind it mm-hmm. um, of when we announce all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I think the red flags were right when they announced that Netflix deal. That's when everybody should have been like, oh, OK, well, they took another job.
2: <laughs> a big, big job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They yeah. took another job. So are they going to be are they going to be working at McDonald's right now? They just got a job as a lawyer. <laughs>
0: like it's yeah. just like that's it's just, Star it's Wars. That's simple simple to McDonald's me. and Netflix <laughs> is a law firm. No, I was trying to draw extremes of extremes of money. Is more than theirs. paid more <laughs> than, than that. Donald. Yeah, tonight at eleven. Um, <laughs> James is loving it. Um, bingo bango boombo. Boombo. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, <laughs> I I do agree, James. Uh, that that is the catalyst in all this. Yeah. But there's a lot more to it than that, I think. But we will I guess we could dive in Thursday.
1: Yep, we'll do it Thursday. Last thing on the Resistance Report this week, Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles. Antilles what? Antilles what? what's yeah, uh, <laughs> is returning in Resistance Reborn, the novel. They released an excerpt. Woo! Um, we can we can speculate all we want about what that means him coming back in the movie. I'm currently in the process of reading it right now, so I have things to say about this. But uh, but yeah, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Lacey, would you think of this? We talked a little bit about this pri- privately, like in a chat. But
2: yeah, I usually so the first thing I'm going to compare it to is like when I read the Thrawn excerpt. Remember we talked about that? I was like, I don't know how I feel about this one. I loved Resistance Reborn. I thought it was great. Uh, I loved that it like brought back an old wedge who's like got like space chickens and he's just like living his life. But like he has the aches and pains that he's earned along the way. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And then in the excerpt at the end, he finds out about the status of the resistance and, you know, Leia and Luke and all his friends. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking. And it's the first time I've read an excerpt being like, wow, where is this going to go? Um, so I'm super pumped for it to come out. Um, and I, I really hope he's in the movie because the excerpt alone, I was like, oh, I love Wedge.
0: Yeah. John, what what did you think of the excerpt? I I think it's good that Wedge is back, um, Mm -hmm. in that regard. I feel like that is a good sign for him for the rise of Skywalker. I think that's kind of setting the table. Like, Hey, diehard fans, you know, Wedge Antilles, a lot of casual Star Wars fans may remember the name, so let's get the name back out there so that when mm-hmm. he does pop in the movie, people are like, oh, that is him. That is the guy from you know the, the original trilogy. Right. Um, the excerpt, like, it's so weird to me because I, I toe this line where I have a difficult time with how the books are written narratively sometimes and how sometimes the characters don't sound like the characters to me, and I get that. Mm-hmm. And you need to you need to write books differently than you write movie scripts and all that. I understand sure. that, but uh, you know picturing you know wedge is like a chicken farmer and uh he's like I, I I'm just like reading this and I feel like it's at an old farmhouse and he's wearing like overalls and he's got a straw hat and uh he's all banged up, leaning against the wall and he's all hurt up that that all aside is fine, I guess you gotta you had to do you had to do something with him to get him away from the battle and putting him on the outer, outer edge of the outer rim, and he's doing farming, I guess, is the way to go. Even though we've seen farming can lead to death sometimes. Uh, Owen Lars is testament to that. Um, I thought you were going to say um, uh, Galen Erso. Galen too, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> or, <laughs> A farmer? You're right, yeah. So I guess don't be a farmer in Star Wars, because people will find you <laughs> and try to drag don't. you back into the war. <laughs> don't yeah. be a farmer. Don't get into farming. Yeah. Um, No, but the one thing is like when they brought up the deaths and he's like, Leia? And he's like, no, 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 she's okay. Uh, She's not doing so hot. Yeah, they um, threw
2: that in there. That was a big note to me.
0: And that is, again, just hammering home the point from The Last Jedi where she's like... I don't know, follow him. And that was her handing the, the mm-hmm. baton off to Poe saying he's the leader now. That set us up for The Rise of Skywalker. This type of stuff is fortifying that by saying like, oh, she's not in a position. Here's why. She's still hurt from her, the space blo- explosion, all that stuff. But when they when he heard about Luke and he said, I thought Jedi lived forever and that sort of thing. And and uh, the legend of Luke Skywalker stuff popped back into my head and, and all that stuff. So I like that. Um, but overall, uh, I don't, I don't really care about the snap Wexley and his mom is now with wedge. That's fine. I guess I'm not a big snap Wexley guy. Good for Greg Gunberg to get into Greg, to JJ Abrams movies. But, um, I just like that Wedge is back. I, I think in, in a very simplistic form, uh, it excites me. Um, and it's one last hurrah to get him back in this last movie. And I think this type of stuff sets the table for that. Uh, So I hope that comes to fruition from everything that I've heard. He is going to be coming back in the movie. So I'm excited.
2: I think the Leia line sets it up that she could die or is going to die.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that, that, you know, we're starting to come back around to the idea that maybe they're going to close the book properly for Carrie by doing that.
2: Because that line really stuck out to me. And I forgot about it until you just brought it up now. It's like like where they're like, oh, she's not doing well. They could have left that out. They could have been like, oh, she's fine. The fact that they said, oh, she's not doing well. I was like, oh no. <laughs> She's gonna die.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: James, you have a better picture of this though, because you've read more of
0: the book. Yeah. And have, technically, you, have you have you listened to the whole thing yet?
1: No, I'm about three fifths through. Right. Um but You are watching this on Monday and I will be done and I (laughs) most likely will have done my spoiler review with Kyle Larson, which will be out tomorrow. Where? on Star Wars News Net's YouTube channel. <laughs> the same place you're watching Subscribe, this video. hit the bell. Subscribe, click the bell. Leave a comment. Smash that uh, like button. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know fully what I can say. Like, some of the stuff, I'm like, yeah, I actually know why they did this. You know what I mean? Like, they, how they, you know, uh, why, why Wedge is a farmer and stuff like that. So, So some of those things um, they fit in Uh, new news to you, John is that he's in a relationship with Snap Wexley's mother, but that's old news to anybody who's read the aftermath books. So this is just picking up off of that. Um, A non spoiler review just of the book in general is that like, it's, it's, it's everything you want. If you've been reading, uh, the comics and the other novels and, and playing the, the video games and things like that. Um, they're doing a really good job with fan service in this one, as far as like making characters important, making their storylines uh, close out properly and, and all that stuff. And um, there's so many, so many uh, familiar faces and, and reasons to, to get into this book. Um, but I will say, I was kind of surprised that they used this as an excerpt because <clears throat> I almost I, I was tearing up like I did I won't say I'm crying, but I was like feeling it like I was like almost about to when listening to the audiobook at this exact excerpt because the audiobook dramatically reads the lines. Yeah. They add the music to, to for that emphasis that pulls you back into like a nostalgia feel. Um, and it's 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 good it's good. Like one of the best novels I think star Wars has released since the purchase. Um, it's going to be like in my top five easy, but we'll see about top three, top two, top one.
0: Do you think because of the inclusion of potential other characters that have been around that sort of thing, does that serve as the vehicle for that versus doing a massive, fan service Easter egg cameo session in the rise of Skywalker? Or do you think it doesn't matter? It doesn't affect one way or the other.
1: Because I want the fan service thing in, in the rise of Skywalker. It makes me seem like it makes it seem to me like, how do you go out of your way to introduce how important these characters are months before the, those final battles and then not show them in the movie. That seems really odd to me. Like a book that completely sets up, like for instance, Catalyst totally sets up Galen Erso. So is Galen Erso going to be in Rogue One? Yes, he was there because he was in. They they set him up as a character that was important. Where um, is this? Even though the, it was just like a cameo
0: in the year. And then I don't want to you know drag you out too much here, but in the year between TLJ and um, TROS, uh, where oh does- right at the beginning. Oh, Like okay. it picks
1: up like on the millennium Falcon. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, very, very good. Uh, I don't know some characters I think definitely are in rise of Skywalker and others. I'm like, well, that person's not alive anymore in real life. So I don't know. It, it could go either way, you know, with mm-hmm. a lot of these characters. So, all right. all right. yeah, That's it. That's it for, um, Resistance report this week. Now, uh, as we normally do, we're going to do a segment called the Scoundrels Rundown, but it ain't looking like what it used to look like. So, Lacey, <laughs> no. let's go on the Scoundrels Rundown.
2: What? <laughs> I am the captain now.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, take him.
2: I won't take him, but we can punch it on three. Okay. One, two, three. Punch it! it. Well done, John. (laughs) Guys, this is a new revamped Scoundrels Rundown. I put in a new compressor. I'm a new captain. We're ready to go places. And those places (laughs) are updates about our show and what we're doing and what's coming up, which is so exciting. So first of all, Coming up this Thursday, the 7th of November, we are updating Patreon. It is one year since we launched Patreon and we have all these new things that are coming. I don't want to give everything away, but one of the benefits now is a Patreon-specific resistance-based Discord. We launched this about a week ago, week week and a half ago, and people love it. It has all different types of channels from Mm. The Rise of Skywalker, spoiler channels, dad jokes, I mean, come on. Uh, Main chats, make Solo 2 happen, everything. Toys, collectibles. We've already had people. I went out to Target the other day and saw something and was like, hey, does anybody want this? And I've already shipped it to them. So Mm
0: -hmm. we just
2: help friends helping friends. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also got some new tier names that you'll see on Thursday. And we will continue to produce many episodes, including Rumors Review, Rumor Review, Rumors Review, Rumor Mm -hmm. Review. Which you guys get early access to, Lacey's Outpost, other cool videos, and you get the episodes all a day early, so you don't have to wait until Monday or Thursday. You get them Sunday and Wednesday, which is really cool. Um, also coming up, as you know, we're super pumped for the Mandalorian. We're making a Mandalorian specific show called the Mando Fan Show. It's going to be hosted by John. Uh, With James and I jumping in from time to time. And we'll also have other special guests. Um, And you can follow along with hashtag MandoFando. (laughs) Which John came up with. (laughs) So while you're watching the episode, make sure to tweet that hashtag. Tell us what you think. And uh, we're going to include those thoughts and questions and stuff within the show. Um, And last but not least, we have an upcoming guest on Thursday, November 21st. And it is from Fanthatracks.com. Star Wars Insider, StarWars.com, and the Star Wars Celebration stage, it's Mark Newbold. We are so excited to have yes. Mark on. We've been kind of waiting for this to happen, so he's coming soon. We're really excited. Yes. But because I'm the captain now, Chewie, get us out of here.
0: Oh, all right. Lacey, thank you so much. You're welcome. The new rundown in the house. Mm um, hmm. <laughs> I can't believe it. I had this whole other rundown I was going to do. Then the new captain came <laughs> in. And then, just, yeah, <laughs> just get out of here. I, I, I used to do that in the rumor reviews to crumple up the paper.
2: People yeah. loved when you did that, by the
0: way. I got to bring that back. Um, but John,
2: doesn't that mean that there's other changes right now? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm now the guy who handles <laughs> the questions around here. Asking questions. <laughs> yeah. So this is what we call Ask the Resistance.
1: I've been wondering, what are chlorians? All right,
0: guys, as you know, this is how it works. We put out a call for questions. You send them to us, or you just tweet out using hashtag AskTheResistance on Twitter or fire them over to our resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. Wherever you prefer to send us questions, we pick some of them out and answer them. So we're going to get into that right here, right now, as always. And the first one comes from Jordan Delgadio at Delgadio Art. How are you, Jordan? Hey. Thank, thank you so much for the question. Jordan asked us, do you think they'll use any visual or practical slash makeup effects on Ewan McGregor to age him or further bridge his likeness to Sir Alec Guinness in the Kenobi series? Lacey, let's start this off with you. What's your take on this one?
2: Well, first of all, they shouldn't touch Ewan because he's a piece of art. And I don't think they should touch his face at all. But away from that, I uh, call him the goat. He is the goat. Kenobi. I don't that. <laughs> he's Kano Boy.
0: Oh, oh my God. gosh.
2: It's happening. Um, so, yes, I think they're going to use makeup to make him look a little bit older. Although we've seen him on talk shows for the past week, week and a half for Dr. Sleep, right? It's like The Shining. I'm never going to see it. It's a scary mm. movie. But. Um, <laughs> That being said, I think they're going to use a little bit of makeup, but he's looking pretty Obi-Wan Kenobi right now with the mm. beard and the hair. I'm curious to see where they're going to, are they going to leave him looking like a hermit? Maybe. He's still attractive. Um, yes, they'll use makeup. I don't think they need visual stuff, though. I think he's pretty at the age right now,
0: yeah. right? It's close. Um yeah, so not to jump in on your jam here, but no. I think I worked You've it You've said
2: out. jam twice tonight.
0: Guess what? Jam. <laughs> Three times! Um, bingo, bango, boombo. Um, it's back, baby. Uh, so yeah, by the <laughs> time he starts filming, he'll be 49. And this is supposed to take place 11 years before A New Hope. And Mm -hmm. Alec Guinness was 62 when he filmed A New Hope. So that's 13-year difference in age, 11-year difference in time. It's pretty close, though. I have to say, all due respect to Sir Alec Guinness, looked a little more weathered than Ewan McGregor. So they may have to, like, gray him up and stuff, you know?
2: Well, you know what they say. Ewan is like a fine wine, aging wonderfully.
0: Mm. (laughs) so Mm. they do say that they say Uh, that yeah a lot of people say that Um, yeah great (laughs) job Lacey and thank you Jordan Um, great artist by the way he is fantastic yes excellent Um, next Edmund Zippo at Edmund Zippo way to get your handle Edmund one of our biggest I believe one of our biggest YouTube commenters. He's one of those guys that leaves like five comments per episode. So thank you. Keep doing it. Yeah. Um, James, this one's going to you. So this one is from Edmund saying, when George was in command, pushing the boundaries of technology in his movies was one of his main concerns. Apart from Rogue One's Tarkin, I don't think that the new movies really innovated. What crazy thing would you like to see in future films from a technological standpoint?
1: This question could be a whole discussion, honestly. Um, I, was, I was like racking my brain trying to think how I'm going to answer this um, quick and easy. I just, I think that, that the technology of, of movies now has much smaller jumps. Like we're trying to solve things like, hmm, how could I get, how could I get his pores to let in more light You know what I mean? Like all these things that are, that are breaking, you know, technological advancements for where we're at right now with technology and computers and all this other stuff. Whereas before, you know, uh, having a fully CG character was a massive technological advancement. Now it's like, yeah, that's pretty, pretty common to see that among even lower budget movies. Um, there's so much there uh, that is, is being done that most people don't even notice uh, that it's, it's hard to say that these movies aren't making technological advancements when they're these big budget things. Mm-hmm. I actually think that the next big wave of technology in cinema is probably more likely outside of the movie in the sense of like James Cameron doing 3d. I know now we're, that's like almost a laughable, like gimmicky thing, but I think there are things that we can do as far as like projectors, screens, uh, higher dimension rates of like right now, every movie is displayed in 2k, believe it or not. Um, moving up theaters to 4k projectors and things like that could be the next technological advancement for cinema. That um that we don't need like computers and CG to fix. Wow. So that's I don't know, but yeah, I, we can talk know, about that. And know all the on things on we're Twitter. hearing
0: about the the room from the Mandalorian and what they're able to do with that. I mean, I feel like they're constantly mm-hmm. changing uh, and, and evolving. So it's a g- good answer yeah. though, and maybe we should have that discussion one day. So. Uh, thank you very much for that, Edmund. Keep commenting, like James said, and thank you, James. Good answer. Uh, next one, J F. Cotcher at J F. Cotcher. Another person get just getting that handle. Good job. Um, they said, "Is it possible we'll get a live action movie streaming series with an alien (parentheses non-human) character as the lead?" Um, I'll grab this one. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. And. The only reason why I think that is because Star Wars really is a human story. I know it takes place in a galaxy far, far away. It's very fantastical and and all this going on. But um, I I feel like you need the human element and it's built on that journey and that coming of age. And you are that, like you see yourself in Ray's shoes or in Luke's shoes. You are that person and the family and all that stuff. I think that's the core of Star Wars to me, uh, what sets it apart from science fiction stories and that sort of thing. Um, so I, I really don't think we'll ever see a Star Wars movie where it's like, yeah, this is a, a Gungan as the lead or a Neimoidian or something like that or, or whatever, or uh, that's why you're not going to get a Yoda origin story movie where Yoda's the lead. I don't think that's how Star Wars operates. Um, I think you'll always have those supporting characters that have big roles uh, especially like James just said, with the technology, you can make a more believable looking, supporting full CG character like they did with Jar Jar in a sense um, and, and not take you out of the movie or show with that. So I think you'll get more of that, but just not as your main lead. So that's uh, my take on that. Thank you very much, Jay. And next, our last question comes from Julie H at NY underscore Jedi, New York Jedi. Two things I like. Okay. All right, guys, all of us quickly on this one. Do you think the characters from this trilogy will come back in the future, or do you believe this is really the end? I know we've talked about this a bit, but we can give a quick direct answer on what we think right now. So i will start with Lacey.
2: So the, wait, what's the question?
0: <laughs> do you think the characters in this trilogy will come back in the future, Or do you believe this is really the end?
2: No, it's not the end. This is the end of the Skywalker saga, as in Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Leia Skywalker, um, like their story. Who else?
1: Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. He's just so.
2: I I don't want to talk about it. So that's the end of their story. Um, and the reason that took me a second is because for some reason in my head I heard a double negative, and I was like, wait, what am I saying? Uh I think that the story of Ray, Finn, and Poe is going to continue. I think Daisy Ridley is way too young, and so is John Boyega, to not use them again. And I think they really love it. And I think they would like to see the story continue. And look, they got Ray in the parks. She's not going anywhere. So they can make more movies. So, yes. Nice.
0: James? Uh, yes. Yes, they'll come back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Um, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. I think, uh, especially now, you know, with the news about Benioff and Wise and what's the future of Star Wars movies, the more problems they're having establishing the footing of what Star Wars is without the Skywalkers, you have this successful platform already set up. It just would make zero sense if they were like, no, we're done with all of these characters, even though they're in their 20s and would accept lots of money to come back. So, right, um, right. I think they'll come back and, you know, like we said about the evergreen characters, Chewie and R2 and BB-8s, they can... They, they'll outlast us in movies, right? So mm-hmm. um, I, I think they will come back, Julie, but let us know what you think and let us know what uh, all of you guys think in the comments about all of our answers on all these questions and keep sending in your questions using hashtag AskTheResistance anytime. We'll find it. Just use that hashtag or email us if you don't like being, you know, your question seen in public, you're a little nervous, shoot it to resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. But make sure you're always following us at rbat. SWNN on Twitter, and you can be on the show. We'll talk about your handle, give you our best answers, and have some fun. So thank you. All right, guys, that takes us towards the end of the show. First, I want to make sure that uh, in addition to following us on Twitter, you guys are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Spread the word about the Resistance broadcast. We are growing. We're noticing a lot more feedback on our episodes, a lot more views. And it's all thanks to you spreading the word. Thank you so much. So keep telling your friends who like Star Wars. Maybe they just got into Star Wars. They just saw The Mandalorian and want to get involved Tell them about our podcast. Like we said, we have the Mandalorian Mando Fando show coming up. So that that might be something that they're interested in. Um, And in in addition to that, if you're not sick of us this often, like Lacey said earlier, our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Get involved. We are relaunching, not relaunching, (laughs) reviving, redecorating. I don't know what you want to call it. Redecorating. Let's go with that. This Thursday... Uh, 11.7 with a lot of new awesome stuff on the page, including that Discord server. So go check out the page. We still have five tiers for you. Uh, $2 gets you into the Resistance base to check things out and um, become a part of the Resistance there. We appreciate all the support, especially from our Patreon generals. That's Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you, generals. And speaking of Val Trichkoff, make sure you're heading to Star every day for your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And as always, T public, if you want to get your make solo two happen shirt, all I'll say is make sure you get yours before Star Wars celebration next summer. Um, guys, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at Star Wars Newsnet. James, how about you, buddy? You can
1: find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. And I also want to throw this out there too. (laughs) Last week, I put a comment on our YouTube video and I said, finish my sentence. And I wrote the, right? My intention was not to have people say force is strong with this one, but to have it like a chain, like the next person puts another word. And then it like, so the next person would write bird. The next person write goes. The next person comments to Next person comments the, and I just wanted to see like where it would go. So remind me, and I'll put, I'll start a chain on this video, and we'll see where that sentence takes us. What's the word? Hopefully to right Lacey now? so she can say goodbye. Yeah. The, the first
2: comment's it. just going to be like, a- the Force is strong with this one, which, by the way, you guys, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter at Lacey Gillarin or on Instagram at Lacey Gillarin, but mostly on Twitter, you will know that I hate this phrase and I wish that people that run brands would stop using it. And guess who used it today?
1: Star Wars at Newsnet. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars? I think Star <laughs> Wars, yes, Wars, Wars Newsnet. About as
2: hating well. Christensen. <laughs> they used, the oh! Force is strong with this one. And I went, No. Am I my computer? But so yeah.
0: if people want to get you mad, they should say
2: it's just lazy. It's lazy, lazy social media phrases, just like so and so one Halloween, like lazy. I this is I'm <laughs> living for this lazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's been done. Move okay. on. Also, I own all three of these shirts that we're wearing right now for YouTube people.
0: Wow. Anything else?
2: No, that's it. Sorry. Bye
0: (laughs) guys. Thank you so much. Um, we'll be back here on Thursday where we're going to talk a lot more, um, about our takes on the Benioff and wise exit from star Wars. Are we happy about it? Are we sad about it? Why we think it went down? Is it a lot of moving parts? Is it just business? Is it more of creative stuff? Is it your fault? Not your fault, not our listeners, but other fans. Is it your fault? Is it just money? I don't know. We'll get all into it on Thursday. We got a Patreon pod race and again, Patreon relaunch Thursday. Exciting times. So enjoy your week and we'll see you right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.
2: It's my-